0: Welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I'm Michelle Davey and I'm Christelle and it's Monday the 29th of March. The start of World Autism Awareness Week and this is the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. This week as part of the National
1: Autistic Society's Super 7 Challenge, we will be recording seven podcasts a day for the seven days of World Autism Awareness Week.
0: That's 49 podcasts in a week. It sure is. We better get on with it, Christelle. Let's go. Roll Tiles. <music> Welcoming on to the Let's Talk Autism Podcast Marathon. We are super excited to welcome Alex Readon. Hello, Alex.
2: Hi, ladies. And um, Tell me, for my, my sports fans, who you girls are and what we're, what we're doing here today. You're the lovely Mish, Michelle.
0: Yeah, I'm Michelle Davy. This is my bestest friend in the whole wide world. We've been best mates since we were eleven. Yeah. And this is I'm Christelle. Yeah. Michelle's little
2: boy. That. Just before we came on, I just said, is that
0: big
1: bum? Big big bum. Is it big bum or big bum? <laughs> big fat bum bum.
0: <laughs> to be fair though, Alex, he might have included you in that because everybody was big fat bum. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. Oh well, I don't feel special now. Um,
0: <laughs> um
2: so, but ladies, what do you have in common?
0: We both have autistic sons. So we grew up together. Then last year, Christelle was going through the diagnosis process. My son was diagnosed when he was just before his third birthday. I noticed the signs quite early on. I was a school teacher. She didn't know. Chris, Christelle knows all about it. And then Christelle, during lockdown, we were chatting and she said that her son, you know, she thought, you know, they're going to go through diagnosis to have him diagnosed. And it just formed this problem. And then one night I was pretty drunk in the garden and sent a little voice note, little voice note, big rambling, drunken voice out like, Christelle, why don't we do a podcast? Why don't we do a podcast? And yada, yada. And then this was born and it's just grown yeah, and grown. The,
2: the podcast is specifically about...
0: Autism, yeah. So let's talk autism and additional needs.
2: Which is why I've just been diagnosed and I'm sort of like, I'm new to this. Although Mm -hmm. I've been in this planet for 45 young years. I'm like, ah, that explains a few questions. So I'm happy to do this podcast. And as much as you're asking me questions, I'm sorry, but I'm definitely going to have to ask your questions, you some questions, because you're obviously experienced. You've been in in the game a bit longer than me. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's fine. uh, don't mean not planet earth i mean in the autism
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we are still also learning and um, that's the beauty of this autism awareness and um, we've spoken to so many people and each and every time we learn something new as well
0: even though we've been doing it nearly a year it's just blown our minds not it chris this week especially and it's all been more autism focused this week and i know we it are has, yeah autism. we do cover a lot of additional needs as well so we've really? had Tourette's, we've got on tonight as well, haven't we? Christelle, Yeah, yep. loads of different things, ADHD. Astrid.
2: Christelle, tell me, um, before you start interrogating me, what signs did you see? I mean, obviously your friends, so your, one of your best friends has got autistic children, so maybe mm. you've talked about it. Is, that, is it that why you thought, oh, maybe I see some of those traits in my kids?
1: Well, my son was um, born with a condition called a vein of gain and malformation which meant he only had like 30% chance of living when he was born. Um, okay. He had to undergo free uh, embolization, which is basically like brain surgery. And then from then, they did say to look out for certain things because he might be delayed or might have autism. So we were already on the lookout. And at first, it seemed fine. After the operation, he was kind of like talking, eating and everything. And then at one point, it just stopped and he started regressing. So mm. that's when, yes, he stopped talking he just stopped and he's going to be five in two weeks
2: when did you get all this done
1: oh when he was the first operation he had was when he was two days old
2: wow Wow. yeah Jeez. the autism where about that is that quite recent or is that
1: i think maybe when he was around three that's when we noticed when he stopped talking he stopped eating all his foods and was very particular about what he ate and then um, he was stimming and at the time I didn't know what stimming stimming was I didn't even know that he was stimming stimming? stimming is like he'll make noises so screeching shouting Um, flapping his arms when he was excited yeah Yeah. Um, and I didn't know obviously I didn't know all the terminologies for everything but we said okay let's let's uh, talk to the GP about it and The nursery also were were aware of this, so we just went for diagnosis, and it came back obviously just at the start of the pandemic, so it wasn't the usual procedures where you go to the hospital and the psychologist and everyone just looks at him and observes him. It had to be more on the phone, and then yeah, and then you do like a a really long questionnaire. I can't remember what that questionnaire is called, um, Michelle.
0: I don't. I I don't think my son did that. I think they changed that. Oh yeah, your diagnosis. It's such
1: a long questionnaire. I had that. I did that. Oh, it's so,
0: so what long, is Alex? What happened so with your diagnosis, Alex? I've got lots
2: of questions for you, but, I mean, this is... You're here to examine me, but so I <laughs> i will... It's down to you. Right, OK. So go go away, Mish.
0: Oh, go away
2: or carry on. <laughs> no, ca- carry, go away. As in, right, go for it, babe. Oh, I yeah. mean, go away with your question. I, I don't mean go away. I mean... <laughs>
1: Uh, Get on with it. On. Get <laughs> yeah. on with it.
2: Yeah, go for it, sister. That was a friend. I was trying to be friendly. That's that's the problem. I can see, this is the thing I've learned. I say the wrong words and I don't mean it. It's like I'm dyslexic with my with my vocabulary. Wow. it literally, yeah. and I, I often wonder if I am slightly dyslexic because I know there is a link as well which I've started to study. Because when I read things, I start in the middle and then I go, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. I, I almost yeah. read things back to front and I say things back to front.
0: Christelle, when when there's someone that came on or someone that spoke to me, because my daughter, they are looking into that she's dyslexic. And there was someone that said that with words about getting the words, because she says words around the wrong way. And we didn't know, because my husband's Irish and I'm obviously sort of like got a Cockney accent, whether they just get a bit muddled and that's what's muddled her language. But yeah, it's, it's becoming more apparent and there is a condition. It is called something.
2: I've offended people and I've not, but when they really get to know me, They 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 can see, you can... Because communication is more than just the words coming out. You get a feel about someone while you sense them. You can get an aura. And my aura is just I'm giving out love. So they can Mm. see that I might say the wrong thing, but that's not actually what I mean. What you mean, But that's the problem. I I think what I've discovered, that's quite an autistic thing. So,
1: Alex, what what led to your diagnosis? That is what we really want to know. Um, I was
2: in a park with my missus uh, walking and some kids were some kids ran over and they there must have been about five six they ran in front of me and tripped me up and i was going to fall over and i would the way they fooled i would have fallen and really hurt this kid but i twisted myself so i wouldn't i'd land on the concrete so i bashed myself on the concrete rather than hurt this kid and the, the, the mother and father come, and we're so sorry, we saw exactly what happened. So it's okay. I mean, I was a bit sore. And then they, I just struck up a friendship with them. And they said, he's, you know, they said he's autistic. And he's, I don't know what the relevance of that was at the time, but they said he you know just got excited. And I, then I started playing with the kids, because you know, I am a big kid. And I was like, okay, it's cool, it's cool, it's no problem, let's have a laugh. And we struck up a friendship. And then they were telling me about his autism. And I became friends with this couple and the family and over the period of a few years they've said, they've noticed my um interviews and they said when you you, you seem autistic so don't take offense i'm not offended now nah, i'm not autistic that's like rain man you know i'm not like that we've got something called a Ras, a reticular activating system if i mention red ferraris right you start thinking about it as you start seeing them in your life they've always been there but you should start to notice them. So I started um, noticing everything about autism from Raz. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I am. And that, that, would, that, that adds up, that adds up. When I was at school, I was getting told off in class because I was away fighting Dungeons and Dragons or being a superhero. I was always must try harder. I just wasn't, I was always bullied and I would escape to my imaginary world. And although it was horrible being bullied, I felt like a superhero because I'd, put, I'd say the magic words and become a superhero. I'd become a character. Again, that was an autistic trait. You know, in, in the army, I felt bullied. I I'd, I'd wanted to be, I'd pretend to be like a Rambo, you know, although I wasn't. You know, inside, there was a little boy crying and screaming, not liking it. I mean, I've had more than 300 martial arts fights. But there's a scared little boy who's crying. As it was, it was an act, I was putting on a different character. And again, that can be putting all these masks to protect yourself from the big, scary people. But inside, there's a little boy crying. So long story short, the the family who had the autistic children, they said, why don't you have this test? So um, it would explain a lot. And there's a lot of autism already in my family. And we have all sorts of conditions. We've got an interesting family of fun people. And it just just made sense. So I did the test and I was significantly in the autistic spectrum. And so it just explained a lot. And here we are. And now I'm now I'm still learning. I'm speaking to you two ladies to try and understand. So as much as you're asking me questions, I'm asking you questions.
0: And how does that feel? Now you know you are autistic. Has a lot of things sort of clicked in place for you? Like is it more your understanding perhaps why you felt certain ways in your past?
2: It that has. There's also denial. So I try to look at it as, although we're kind of in that it, it's not good by society. That is changing. I've never fitted in ever in any ever group. I've always been a bit of a loner, and I'm like, although I'm very friendly and I want to be part of the group, but I never kind of fitted in. I was always a bit different in every single endeavor I've been in. So it explains because I just I think differently. I was the kid in the army. I was always my dad say be the grey man. I was the I tried to be the grey man because. You'd have a more easy life. But I was like neon lights flashing. Here I am. And (laughs) like, it's kind of the whole celebrity business, kind of, I was a lamb for the slaughter.
1: That's what I was just about to go into and say you're in public eye. You know, you are a celebrity. How does that impact you now that you know that you are autistic? And how difficult is it being in the public eye?
2: Now I'm understanding. I'm a thinker. I think too much. Paralysis analysis. Maybe it can help me be better, make people understand. Yeah. I, I look, I was a soldier because I wanted to change the world and make it a better place. You know, I, I can't stand bullies. But um, I didn't want to go and kill kids in other countries. So I thought, this is stupid. But now I can help change the world by telling stories. Is why I'm an actor. Definitely.
1: Yeah. And,
2: and with something like this, it's great because I can now be an ambassador to, to help people understand and I'm happy to do things like this I'm, I'm still learning myself we're starting to get a grip on re-educating our youth say a hundred years ago even less you're just considered naughty or stupid
0: yeah we've had this conversation quite a lot me and Christelle when we think back to our old school days like we were sort of the 90s kids and we think about certain kids in our class that we we always thought oh well they're a little bit like wild do you know what I mean they were always in trouble and things like that yeah. and actually now when we look at back and we think actually so and so was probably like had additional needs and we just never really gauged that and that was never really recognized and could you say that yourself about your school 1
2: million percent 1 million percent. i mean i do understand well i like to think i understand right from wrong and i do know when you can be naughty but also my judgment is not great as well because i like to think i'm not easily led but saying that i have been easily led because if someone gives me a, if I've got a problem and someone gives me an easy, an easy solution, a way out of that problem, it just seems common sense to do, to do that. I could be so together, so with it, so on point. And I've trained myself to be like that as one of my characters. You know, my autism has helped me have all these different characters to become different people in different situations. Although deep down, as I said, there's a little boy crying inside, scared. But there's times, so that little boy comes out I can't control the character disintegrates and the real Alex, the little boy inside, the mask the comes mask. off. Yeah. And I'm like, God. And I'm, I've been on TV and I've done this. I'm like, it's like, wow, it's it's horrible. It's yeah. like you've got so much pressure. You're like, and blood pressure's going crazy. How you.
1: How did you cope with Big Brother then? Did you mask
2: the, a lot? The I, weirdest thing with Big Brother, no, no. That's I reckon, and I've and I've looked at this time. Because you time. won, remember, didn't you, Alex? I that's why I won. Because I, I was me. I was vulnerable. I was stupid. I was lovely. I was great. I mean, Vinnie Jones said, you're a prat, but you're a lovable prat. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 go, I look back and cringe. I mean, I'm still, I, I feel like I have to tell people the truth and get the right thing out there and then. And yeah. um, I've learned to not do that and not to share as much. But That's that very much that, my son, yeah. Yeah. That innocence, Innocent. innocent. That was it. Innocent. Just wanted the best for everybody. That showed to 20 million people. But the weirdest thing about Big Brother, I didn't have the stress in there. I mean, my life was stressed before I went in there. And I've said this time and time again and loads of I didn't even want to go in Big Brother house. I always wanted to be famous. I love as an actor, I'm an actor, I love the cheer of an audience. I, as a martial artist, I trained for hours and hours, you know, running, fighting people in cages to, to get the cheer of an audience. That felt great. But I never wanted to be famous being famous. And I had think like the a mar- sport
0: and martial arts sort of is like an outlet? Because that's something that my son keeps yeah. asking to do, is karate yeah. and things like that. And, and
2: billion percent. It's escapism, because you, I could literally become the superhero to fight the bullies. And you felt like something positive, you're doing something active, and it was a, what a great way to, to channel all this frustration and bullying and nastiness, and you can go and channel that. You learn as you get older, it's not about your fists, it's about using your mind and you become more resilient, but um, I was going to say the Big Brother house was like the most peaceful. Um, Twenty million people watching that sometimes, and it was peaceful because I didn't have. This is the weirdest thing in society. Although I was aware of the cameras, after a after a week, you sort of you, you're there. You know they're there. You relax, and you you really. Although I was I was trained. I actually trained myself like a fight from going into a competition to be me, to be the real me because I'm a good guy, and there was all this misconstrued press about me that i was this and that and i was a nasty bit of work and i was like villain number one i mean i was i said i went i went into booze and i said to davina mccall i want to turn those booze into cheers and i went from 40 to one odds to get the highest vote in history of big brother because i was me i was me and i started to relax in front of the cameras and showed the real me and be vulnerable yeah
0: uh, now that you've got your diagnosis and, you know, you're starting to see that those stereotypes that perhaps you did have, like the Rain Man and sort of that things that are very common, aren't they, For Christelle? We've heard that so many times. But now you've seen that, you know, those stereotypes and are just, you know, starting to break through those things and you've got your own little one on the way. So what do you want to do with your platform for its World Autism Awareness this, this week? So going forward in the future, what would you like to do to help change that awareness and acceptance? I want to
2: ask, before I answer that, Um, I want to ask you ladies how does autism run because it's in my family so is it more inclined to go is it hereditary is it does it pass through do you what do you know about that
0: I think there is some sort they'd say that there's some sort of or they don't know they're doing research into it isn't they Chris that there's some sort of genetic links and things like that well
1: I'm I'm not sure because in my family um this is the first case of autism you know so I that's no, recognised, no maybe, but,
2: but, Yeah, that's recognised, yeah. I'm, I'm just about to have a child, and I have a child, and I, maybe they could have autistic traits. I d- who knows? Because they're, they're half of me. And to answer your last question, it's, it's to raise awareness, to understand. I'm trying to, well, does that mean, is autism bad?
1: is it bad you like it's just, it's just different
0: it's just different Alex yeah. you just okay. see them yeah. through a my, my different eyes and different how I explain it to my son because my son actually last week was the first time he's 7 he it'd be eight in September it was the first time he ever asked me he said mommy what is autism and my little girl's really good she's 13 months older than him she says it just means you see things differently to me Mm. And that's what it is. You know, you're going through your own experiences that may not be, but my experiences are different to Christelle's experiences, even, even though yeah. we're not diagnosed autistics. But, you know, people, people. Yeah. And you know what helps me to understand things is just
1: all these little, when you're reading all these little quotes. And the one I always say that sticks with me is if they can't learn the way we teach, then let's teach the way that they can learn, you know?
2: And Do that's it? brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. 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 I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. it's just different
1: it's not bad because and i think that's why we were talking about the terminology how we say things so now i correct people if someone says like my son who's non-verbal at the moment or pre-verbal we don't know what's what's the right word um but someone might say to me oh what's wrong with him and i say nothing there's nothing wrong with him you know is that there is nothing wrong with my son yeah he is autistic you know (laughs) It, and that's what, that's frustrates, that. that's what yeah.
2: frustrates me i mean look at the most some of the most influential people on the planet elon musk einstein steve jobs they might not be socially adept i mean i get that i've learned as an actor to be socially adept but sometimes i'm acting i'm not being real i'm like okay i understand in this in this environment i have to be like this but it doesn't it's it doesn't always come naturally and that's the thing because because I've noticed I can be inappropriate. And I don't even mean it to be rude, but it can come across rude. I've learned tricks because I mean, 45 years on this planet, you you have enough pain. I do understand if I put my hand in fire, it's going to hurt. So if I'm rude to people, it's this. I mean, I don't want to be rude to people, but there's sometimes I, my language. It's, it's never any intention to be nasty. Um, but it can come across very rude.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Alex, for coming on and talking to us. It, it's been wonderful meeting you and speaking to you. And I do hope you come back and join thank us for girl. another episode. That Will was ya? great.
2: It was short and sweet. I like it. you are doing good stuff, ladies. Let's do something else. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. Thank you, thank girls. Thank you so much. Thank it's you been so much, Alex. You.
2: Big bye. love, ladies. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>